Welcome to the Book Arena. Will the latest challenger appease the council, or will it fail? Only time will tell. Hello and welcome to our podcast. Hopefully everyone's doing well. I'm Vicky. And I'm Dan. I'm Joss. And we're here today to discuss the book Deep Blue Between by... I forgot what uh, her name Aisha is. Aisha Haruna Atta? Attar? I think that's how Thank you say you. it. <laughs> I, I believe so. Um, so this book is a historical young adult novel set in Africa and a bit of Brazil. So what do you think about it, guys? I really enjoyed it. However, it took me until about page 60 to 80 to actually get into it. Yeah, I have to say, I've, um, again, it was a, I did not finish uh, in time um, because I am stupid and didn't plan my reading properly, but I really enjoyed it as well. Um, And I will finish off, uh, I've decided. And I don't know why I enjoyed it, because uh, it's very much not what I would normally read. Oh, I agree with you there. But it, it was oddly um, engaging, so I'm not sure why that is, but yeah. I think I'm going to be I... the uh, odd man out, so to speak, because I didn't enjoy it that much, really, if I'm honest. I think it's my dyslexic. Really? Yeah, I think it. I don't think it helped. My dyslexic brain was confusing the two girls because if you didn't know what the deep blue between was about, um, it's about these two girls who are in Africa, and they basically uh, their village gets raided and they are taken into slavery, and they're split up. One goes one part of Africa, one goes to the other, and then like goes on to Brazil. And I think I kept getting confused because their names looked really similar to my dyslexic brain <laughs> and I kept getting confused who was what so it was kind of confusing for me I mean it was okay but it just reminds me of um, the author Lucinda Riley who is a mainstream I would go with women's writer author so uh, if you've never read Lucinda Riley before and you want to kind of like have a foretaste this basically is a foretaste of what Lucinda Riley writes like if that makes sense. For, for me, it's it is a very disjointed book. You know, you 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 have whole moments, one character than the other. You know, there'll be little moments where it just goes. It was a year later, and and but it wasn't even like a new chapter or a new. Sometimes not even a new paragraph. It was just like. And it's a year later, and it's still doing this, and she's suddenly much better at languages. And you're like, huh? You know, she arrived somewhere, and and then suddenly it's a year later, and you don't really learn a huge amount about their acclimatisation to different cultures. I mean, that's true. I mean, I I did like in some respects... Sorry, I'm interrupting. I'm going to carry on interrupting, though. Uh... I liked the aspect where you kind of saw the world in like 1892-ish. That's the kind of era the right uh, she was writing for. It's it's good to see that world in that. But you're right. It's like one of the girls went and lived in a mission for six years, five years. I want to say five Something or six like years that, yeah. about that. And you kind of 
you don't really hear very much about her life really in the mission or anything like that it's as you say it's really jolting you jump from one to the other to the other to the other because this covers i think about seven years in the girls lives so you've got to cover a lot in a very small book and it just felt i don't know you didn't get to know them as well and surely their personalities would change over those seven years which it did do but i thought it was a bit gappy yeah i, I think i'd agree with you about the um personalities um, while they did have distinct personalities, you never really got a chance to get to know them because, by the you know, it it was it felt like it was a sto- story of I did this and then I did this and then I did this and then and then I went there and when I was there I did this and then I did this and and the, that was a, the only progression. There wasn't really any. Until it, until um, basically the the last place of one of the girls, um, where she spent sort of the most amount of time, you sort of got a bit more story and things and personality. Um, that was in the Gold Coast, I think. Yeah, the, at the very end of the Gold Coast. And and there was some good good sort of chunk of story there, um, but yeah, as a whole, it. it it just jumped around too much. Yeah, and the thing is, I mean, it's about it's supposed to be about the sisters finding each other, and it kind of was, but it wasn't really either. I was expecting it to be kind of more dramatic, if that makes sense. Oh, now she's going to go search for her sister across the oceans looking for her. But it kind of petered out if you if you ask me i think she got convinced not to go across the ocean to brazil because that's where she thought her sister was but she didn't bother going in the end she just took a job at a school <laughs> and i'm like yeah so you're basically getting on with your life it's supposed to be this great dramatic adventure and it it just failed for me for that and i think i probably mentioned this to you both before is the fact that this is a shortlisted book for the Wilbur Smith Adventure Prize. So the question I'm going to pose to you both is, I know, Dan, you haven't finished this, but you should have read enough to be able to give this yeah. a, an opinion. Do you think this was an adventure book? Um, personally, I would say no. I like There are elements of adventure in it, but I would have said it was probably more along the lines of like a coming of age sort of book with the hints of adventure rather than an adventure book with extra bits tacked on if that makes sense yeah yeah i'd i'd say it's a historical coming of age um with some adventure mysticism you know it's throughout the book there's talk of sort of the the different religions of the time um and 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 shared dreams which between the twins and things but well, I think they were the main themes and not actually adventure you know the amount of time they're traveling is it's more of a documentation of of life than yeah I, I'm not convinced it's an adventure either so what would you qualify as an adventure, what what would you say the main qualifications would be for it to be an adventure story? 
That's a very good question. Um. I'm very curious because I, I actually have the official Wilbur Smith uh, prize list. Sorry, you're going to hear noise now while I move. One second. Um, I actually have the categories for the Wilbur Smith Adventure Prize. So I'll, I'll give you the list so you can... Sorry, if you hear pages in the background, that's me finding the page. Um, so you can see whether you think that would count towards it. So they've got Take the Reader on an Epic Journey, Exploring New Horizons. Explore themes of courage, endurance and resourcefulness. Allow the reader to connect with a different reality or culture. And to keep the reader turning the pages from the very start to finish due to the story and the excellent reading. Reading? Writing, sorry, not reading. Would you say that would cover all the different aspects of an adventure or do you think there should be something more? I, I guess the book meets that criteria, but I wouldn't say it is the main aim of the book, if that makes sense. So like um, Josiah said, it is, for me anyway, a historical coming-of-age book with the adventure tacked on, because it meets those criteria. But I wouldn't say that is the main driving force of the book, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, it's, for me... I also think an a, an adventure book is the whole story from leaving to final destination, and I think there's there's too many gaps in this book to to qualify it as an adventure, and the, the and there's too many gaps in their life. If you're if you're staying in the same place for five years, I personally struggle to see how that is an event, a continued adventure. It's a series of adventurous events, maybe, but as a whole story and a and a whole sort of life and things, it's not an adventure. For me, as a book, it's yeah, it's a, it's a coming of age history, social history and, and sort of slave trade, end of the slave trade history book. It's, yeah, definitely not. To, I wouldn't pick it up and think, oh, this is an adventure book, I'm going to read this because I like adventures. And I do like adventures. And and this isn't what I would class as yeah. an adventure. But from what, what you guys have what you said, obviously, like you said, the book covers roughly about seven years, but then for a large portion of it, they are all stuck in sort of fairly similar settings with stuff going on there, but nothing necessarily too adventurous. And like I compare that to other books that I've read, so I'm gonna go for something I know fairly well, which is um, the Aragon series. And across the f the four books, I think it covers maybe yeah. about four years. And you see um, Ericon travel this entire world, uh, meeting all different races, cultures, um, and you see the growth of his character from this sort of slightly arrogant farm boy to this sort of warrior and leader. Um, basically fantasy Star Wars at that point. And that is something that I would classify <laughs> as an adventure, because you're being taken from a fairly sort of dull setting to all these different amazing places 
and I know that's obviously a fantasy book and this is based more in reality but you can still experience probably far more than what is being shown here because you think of sort of Africa, you think of South America, those are places with extremely diverse cultures, with very vibrant cultures and the landscape uh, can change drastically across both continents so I feel if they were going for adventure, they could have um, probably used a lot more um, of those sort of different landscapes and different cultures. I'm not sure about what you guys think, though. Well, it... Yeah, I, th- I think. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna butt over you too because you know you talk too much. Um... <laughs> Carry on. So. Yeah, I, I just I was thinking about sort of the adventure books I like again fantasy um, stuff, but also like Matthew Riley and um, even dare I say it's Dan Brown um, and and that sort of thing where where fantasy is is also no not fantasy uh, adventure is is sort of mixed in with the thriller. You've got adventure sort of with a bit of suspense and. An action, and I suppose for me that that's more adventure than than this, and that and that's kind of where I'm coming at this from. <laughs> you can talk now, finally. Oh, thank you, thank you for letting me talk because you know me, I'm going to talk a lot. So really, I'm, <laughs> I know I can't help it. I'm a rambler. So the way I think about the deep blue between, so I'm going to bring this round into almost like a full circle again, is. I was expecting high octane, octane, <laughs> high octane, tane, octane, octane. Thank you. High octane adventure. I was expecting real tension. I was expecting it to be really, really fast paced because, to me, an adventure kind of needs to be really fast paced because an adventure is something that's going to be exhilarating. You've almost like being on a roller coaster. You've got all the ups and downs. It's pretty fast, but. For the deep blue between, for me, it's almost like going on a placid uh, paddle boat ride down a river. You've got this amazing culture from both Brazil and Africa, in different parts of Africa. And I really loved that. That was great. I love that aspect where we saw just those cultures just coming to life. But it's the story that kind of derailed it because it was just so slow and placid. There was none of this... I've escaped from the slavers now, so I'm going to go find my sister. No, she kind of... It's the one sister I'm thinking about where she's kind of like placidly just... I'm going to live at the mission for five years. Oh, now I'm in town so I can work my money up so I can go across the ocean. But wait, I'm not going across the ocean anymore. I've decided to stay. And the other sister is almost as bad where, of course, she's had to go to Brazil because of threats against her. And yeah, that kind of has those aspects, but it just didn't feel real. There was no tension. And it just, to me, it just peters out. I mean, it in some ways, it's a great story. As you say, coming of age, it ticks that box. Cultures, it ticks that box. And definitely, I've really never read for those kind of cultures before. And maybe the Brazilian one I did with Lucinda Riley, hence why I remember Lucinda Riley too much. But it just doesn't cover it for me. I think it's it's not fast-paced enough for it to really be called an adventure. And I don't think, to be honest, 
nothing really happened. I mean, yeah, they did escape. Both of them escaped from their original slave masters. But after that, it goes a bit boring, really. The council needs to continue their discussion. Tune in next time to hear more.